Welcome to Pagan Coffee Talk. I'm Oswin, and I have with me Lord Knight. Let's talk about the astral plane. Really? Okay. We can talk about the astral plane. <laughs> what would you like to know about it? Well, what is it? How do we get there? I know. It's a few answers. Right. <laughs> the astral plane is a plane that really doesn't exist. I okay, honestly then... believe that the astral plane is more of a virtual reality. If all of humanity was gone, it would disappear. Oh, okay. So it's sort of like it's, it's, it's fueled by our subconscious. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, for so it, instead it, of it, it being like a different plane of existence that's going to be there regardless, if we're not here, it's not here. Right. Because we make it. All right. Because you hear people doing the whole astral or the, um, you know, leaving the body, going astral travel and, and all that. Right, OBEs, out of body right. experiences. Well, these people can walk among this world like that. But I think they're on the astral plane. And this is more like augmented reality. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm, a little bit. You're actually on the astral plane. It's just you're perceiving it as this world. Okay. That makes All sense. Right. All right. Because if we think about it this way, the astral plane is somewhere only souls can go. That your soul leaves your body and goes on to this astral plane. Make sense okay. so far? All right. So you're, I, you're, I, I, no, 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 no. You're, I got it. 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 All right. Dr. Strange, the mirror universe. Uh, Think about good, it like that. Yeah, good analogy. All right. Because, again, you can still see this world reflected in it, but it's not subject to the rules of this world's physics. Right. <laughs> so even though, because I believe, you know, when you're on the astral plane and you're out there and you're visiting your grandmother's, you know, and on the other side of the world, whatever, in this astral form, that you're still on the astral plane. It's just you're seeing this world overlaid on top of it. You're not actually 100% here. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, and I, and I believe, you know, that way, you know, when you, when people do this and you get that cold chill because someone's come to visit you like that, that, that's just the energies that are working there. And you're slightly picking it up on the, in the back of your mind to give you cold chills. <laughs> so someone who's not, say someone who's not astral projecting can feel if somebody visits them. Yeah, because they're overlaid on top of one another and only like maybe separated by a real thin membrane. You can feel that energy field. Okay. Make sense? Yeah. You know, it's not that pronounced. It's just that, hmm... You know, you just start thinking about somebody or you get that goosebumps or that annoying thing like somebody's staring at you. <laughs> okay. I, and it's hard to explain, but, you know, I, I, I figured this is how this does that. Because I honestly and truly believe that if the soul separated, completely was separated from their body, like during death, mm -hmm. that it's actually temporarily exposed to this world. And that this world in its entirety, like me and you sitting right here right now. Right. 
if there was a soul here, it would sort of degrade it. Kind of like this world's toxic, the souls. So if you're okay. not in a shell or if you don't have that shell with you, you can't access the astral plane. And if you do leave your body and it's here, I think it's sort of like this world's a little toxic for souls. Hence the ones that do stay, why in the world they try to like feed off all the energy they can. All right. I can hear the dog too. Oh, sorry. <laughs> is, is any of this making sense what I'm saying there? Yeah. Because uh, yeah, no, I, I honestly don't believe that souls, this is not their natural habitat that we're in right now. Okay, but now when you astral project and yeah. you say the soul leaves the body. Right. But this world is toxic to the soul. Right. So when the soul leaves the body, is it instantly transported to the astral plane? Yeah. Or is it like a journey and there's like a period, small period of time and space where it's not? I think, and about, about the best way I can describe it, if you un only understood how hard it is to get this out of your head sometimes, <laughs> that the astral plane literally is just like this big membrane stretched across this world that allows the soul to be separate. Now, I believe on death, it temporarily is exposed to the real part of this world. You know what I mean? Only long enough to transfer to somewhere else. Okay. But if you're doing it, like you, like you said, uh, uh, OBE or whatever, I think mm -hmm. we just automatically slip into that dimension. Okay. It's not something I think you could do on death. Does that make sense? Right. Now, not, that that may be a different topic, but I do right. have a question. On death, does the soul immediately leave the body? I guess no. my question is, is it separated from the body? Or is well, it tethered and it waits for that tether to degrade and then leave? What we believe is the soul doesn't necessarily settle or 100% connect to the body until that first breath. And the opposite is true. On that last breath, that tether lets go. Okay, so it's immediate. So it's immediate. As soon as the body dies, that tether is severed and right. the soul is gone. And, and see, and I, think, I think the gods were clever by doing this because this was, I think, was supposed to urge us to go ahead and cross over as soon as possible. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't a I don't think it's a pleasant thing to for ghosts or spirits to actually be here. Like Probably that. not. I, just to me, it just seems like a languishing death for them if they're stuck here. <laughs> right. You know, it's not funny, but it is. It's not going to be very pleasant. It's not going to be pleasant. And it's going to be worse than that sunburn you had. Oh, <laughs> right. Or that rash. They had an ointment for that. They did, didn't they? <laughs> now, 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 what's funny is when you're on the astral plane, okay? Let's say you're out on the astral plane and you meet a Christ-like figure, mm, right? See, that, that was going to be one of my next questions. Go ahead. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's Christ. Because we perceive, when we're on the astral plane, we perceive things only in contexts that we can understand. All right. So we might meet a familiar face. And it not look like a familiar face. 
you can meet somebody in on the astral plane, they could m- look more like a, a house cat or a dog or possibly, you know, a lion or a bear, even a tiger, you know, or a um, dragon. But yet it would, it might not be any, anyone or anything that we're familiar with. Right. They're, but they're coming to us we or, perceive- we, or we have inadvertently gone to them. Right. And they're giving us something that we can relate to. No, you're doing it to yourself. When you run across something that lives out on the astral plane, right? Uh-huh. You perceive it in a way that you can understand it. You do it to yourself. So if you meet a being out there that you would associate or the feeling or the energy it gives off, you associate with Christ, it would look like Christ to you. However, your vision of Christ is. Okay. All right. If you so had not, more, but if you had a more affinity for Buddha, it would look like a Buddha to you. It would talk like a Buddha to you, because this is the way you can understand what it is. All right. So it it's, not, it's, it's not the work of the being. No, it's the work of yourself. Okay. These beings don't have to hide themselves. Even even viewing other souls that are like just astral projecting out there, you might perceive these people in a different way than you would in their normal human form. Does that make sense? Yeah, because, I mean, if we if we look at, it's kind of like tuning into a radio. Yeah. Right? To a specific frequency, only difference is, is it's your brain. It's your brain. And your, your brain's, brain's go- turning in the radio so that you can, so that your consciousness can relate to whatever it is you're seeing. Right. So, I mean, again, just because you meet, again, like I said, that Christ-like being doesn't necessarily mean it's Christ. It just means it's on the same spiritual level as what you would associate with Christ. Right. Which makes perfect sense. Right. And so if you think about it this way, you know, you might have like two people looking at the same being. You might see Christ. I could see the Dogda. Right. Or it might be Mother Mary, or it could be Bridget, could be... Right, somebody else could, you know, somebody else could be there and seeing it, and it could look like, to them, like a rhinoceros. Right. You know, who am I to say, you know, hey, yeah, that's the right way to view it. Uh, No, it's your own head, so there ain't nothing I can do about that. (laughs) Right. It's just how you do it. Yes, the rhinoceros is your god, and that's how you perceive it. I'm so sorry. But (laughs) (laughs) just go with it. You do you, (laughs) both. Go with it. That's another reason why journals are a good thing, not just for dreams or your meditations. It's good for stuff like this as well. Well, yeah, I mean, because once you start understanding these things and the way you view stuff— it starts to open up a different world because this is still using that same technique that we did in divination. Right. It's just your brain's doing it. Your subconscious is doing it automatically for you. And you just have to figure out the details. Right. And that's it. That's pretty awesome. Because if you wanted to think about it this way, yeah, what we're talking about is sort of like the TARDISes being able to translate Languages for people instantaneous. Right. Everybody hears their language. And we've realized that everybody's actually speaking different languages. 
Did I just send you over the edge there? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just a little bit. <laughs> oh God, it's talking about Doctor Who. Stop it now. <laughs> oh God, here he goes again. No. <laughs> no, it's fine. Those are, I mean, those are good analogies. Well, I mean, I, I can't think of any other way to explain what in the world we're talking about. Again, this is your subconscious, so you, if you're perceiving something weird and you think it's weird, oh, no, well, that's just you, so... <laughs> Right. You just got to remember, it's your subconscious. Not ours. <laughs> so you figure it out. Well, then question. Uh, I've, I know some people are probably curious about, are, is there a way that you can make yourself experience the astral plane? Is there a way to easily get there? Or is it just something that randomly happens? You know, again... Go on, groan, everybody. Yes. If you're doing your meditations. <laughs> Roll your eyes now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he actually made it through two episodes before mentioning it again. I know. That's a record. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, daily doing, meditations. If you're doing those daily meditations and you're going through your, your garbage and all that in your head and you're going through your issues it's going to be a whole lot easier right? Okay. than someone who don't. But now does that mean that everybody can do it? No. Well, and again, just because you can't do it doesn't necessarily a good or bad thing either. It just might mean, Hey, is you're a little too advanced for it or you're not far enough along for it. Everybody keeps on forgetting. Not everybody's in the same spot. Right. Again, we've talked about it before. We got these people out there and all they want to do is spells. And then we got some people and they're like me and they're, they're more worried about the religious aspects of this. Right. Everybody's in different spots. Maybe it comes with age. Maybe I'm just getting too old. Maybe. <laughs> Who's to say? Well, you know, and you know, man, I yeah, you're just on old and crotchety. Old and crotchety. <laughs> Get off my lawn. <laughs> but I mean, that's the astral plane. Getting there, yeah, you do your meditations, and eventually it sort of works. Is there is there an easier way to do it? I mean, like, do you follow, do, do you lay down with uh, there, a particular goal in your head as you go to sleep or? Okay. So, you know, saying I, I, a chant. I've, I've heard this a bunch of times, and I've seen it a bunch of times out there. So, soapbox time, I guess. There ain't no damn easy way in craft to do jack shit. You either right. get you either get into your subconscious, you dig through that little muck of yours, and deal with yourself. And there ain't no use of thinking about anything else until you do that. Until you decide, you know, hey. Here's my ethics and morals. I will not drop below this because there's nobody there to sit there and say, now behave. All right. Well, I just thought I'd ask because I know that question's going to float around. Well, I mean, I, I know it is too, but there's nothing easy. That's for damn sure. All right. We, we are told or asked when we're initiated, are we willing to suffer to learn? And trust me, we suffer. I know that's right. 
I mean, I have seen some people break underneath the, uh, you know, break one moment and build themselves right back up the next over and over and over again. You know, these people that do dedicate themselves and, you know, start to get these degrees and stuff, they deserve some respect. No, I agree. Well, that's not to say, you know, if, if you're not studying and you're not getting your degrees, that's not to say you don't deserve respect, but just, just know that people who are getting their degrees, they're working for that shit. Well, I mean, but then on the other hand, I mean, the opposite is true too. I'm sorry. If you're going around with a title or a second or a third degree or whatever, you better know what in the world you're talking about. Oh, absolutely. Because you're going to be challenged. You're going to be challenged. People People will challenge you. Yeah. They're going to expect you to know what you're talking about. I mean, don't get me wrong. I knew when we started to do this, there's going to be a lot of people who get upset about a lot of the stuff I say because we are a very traditional group. We believe it takes a witch to make a witch. We believe in these ethics and morals. We believe we have to hold ourselves to these standards. There's these laws that we have to follow. We have to do our rituals. Right. We have to do our daily meditations. We just do it. You know, yeah, I mean, at this stage of the game, our tradition, we've we've always explained it as it's not that you are a part of the religion. The religion is a part of you. Well, I mean, that's like people this is ask, what we live daily. That's like these people keep on going around and asking, you know, different questions. You know, like, well, how did you come to the religion? I didn't come to this religion. It came up to my door, beat it down, pulled me out and said, you're going to do this shit. Right. <laughs> you ain't getting no choice. Grabbed you by the arm and said, come on. I grabbed me by something else, I think, half the time. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised I'm not going around sounding like one, one of the Vienna Boys Choir. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Your guys might, yeah, your gods might come get you by the neck, but mine don't. <laughs> yeah, mine grab me somewhere else. No. You know, that's about as bad as what is that? The butt prints in the sand. <laughs> oh yeah, love that. Oh, wonderful piece of wisdom if I ever heard one. <laughs> yes, if you haven't read it, you need to go look it up. Butt prints in the sand. Oh God. <laughs> Any other thoughts on the astral plane that you'd like to throw out there? Well, no, not really. I mean, pretty much I think the astral plane is pretty harmless. I'm sorry. A mouse runs across your leg. You'll automatically go right back to your body in like two seconds. (laughs) All right. Well, so that statement that it's pretty harmless brings up another question. Is it a safe space? No. Is it where while you're there, nothing can harm you because basically you uh, created it anyway? No, I'm not. I'm not going to say that. It is a realm. You could get get hurt, but it ain't no worse than going to the grocery store. Okay, so the potential's there. You the just have to be aware there. of your surroundings and all that other stuff. And which you pretty much. And again, it seems like the body and the soul's automatic reaction to danger there is to automatically shove the, you know, to go jump right back into its body. It's for that soul to be yanked right back. Ah, nope. We're going to get back into our head. (laughs) We're going to back where it's safe. (laughs) Right. And it's going to be, 
It's going to be more like a shove or a vacuum. Right. I mean, it's going to be more like that, you know, that, that cord that actually binds you to your body just became a rubber band and you're into this like maximum thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> you're going to be slung back in there. <laughs> You're going to be sitting there on the floor going, what the hell? What was that? What was that? Oh, my God. <laughs> Suddenly, out of nowhere, and then bang, I'm back in my body. What the hell? Right. <laughs> back in my little safe space for my meditations. <laughs> yeah. and I, like I said, no, it's not dangerous, but it is be, you know, mindful of your surroundings go out journey have fun with it just don't take anything you see there too serious okay i, I don't know how else to say that well, I, mean, it's just... I had another question though yeah um while you're out on the astral plane your physical body here is unattended right yeah is it possible to be possessed uh, whatever, demon, ghost, poltergeist, whatever. If you're doing your daily meditations, and we talked about protection to begin with. Right. They're never going to get past that psychic or shield of yours. Okay. I mean, I hate to be that way. All right. So there's prep work. There is and your prep, prep work. work is your daily meditations, clearing yep. out the muck. Yep. And that that should set up your 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 field your your protection barrier, right. your aura, if you right. will, right? Yep. And all of that should prepare you for travel to the astral plane. Right now, don't get upset if you don't go. It ain't that big of a deal. Right, because you may not be ready for it. You may be right. You well might have more stuff that it, that you. Right. You might be past it, and there's more stuff you need to learn on this instead of going to go play out in the astral plane. Uh, there could be a thousand reasons why. You might just need to move a little bit farther along your spiritual path. Right. And then while you're there, be aware of your surroundings uh, because it's not completely harmless. No. Mostly harmless. <laughs> but it shouldn't be any more dangerous than going to the grocery store. I don't think so. Mostly harmless. Mostly harmless. You and you. <laughs> what? 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 Go on. Tell me. What, what was that a reference to? No. <laughs> no, nothing. <laughs> Not a reference to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Mostly harmless. Yep. <laughs> See? You got two words. <laughs> <laughs> When the previous... See, I, was, I was trying to avoid that. <laughs> People are going to be sitting back going, oh my God, this is what happens when y'all let them off the hook? <laughs> Pretty much. Welcome to our world. <laughs> oh God. Well, I think that's about it. Yeah, I think that pretty well covers it. Thank you. All right. All right. No problem. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another episode. Pagan Coffee Talk is brought to you by Life Temple and Seminary. Please visit us at lifetempleseminary.org to learn more. You can also find links to all our social media, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Reddit. 
We travel down this trodden path, a maze of stone and mire. Just hold my hand as we pass by a sea of blazing pyres. And so it is the end of our days, so walk with me till morning breaks. And so it is the end of our days, so walk with me till morning breaks.